you know, our restaurants are still trying to, you know, get their uh, their business back to where they were before the pandemic. And sales were, were coming on pretty nicely in 2001. And um, I think inflation has really hit everybody in the pocketbook. And so now what we're starting to see is some segments of our industry, right, just are the tra- their, their traffic is down, the number of customers who are you know, going in to use restaurants or order online or however they would do it before. Those numbers are down in some pretty big segments of our industry, particularly like our family dining restaurants and our independent restaurants that maybe don't have all the same resources to market as aggressively as you know some of our larger larger companies. And another way to say that is our chains, uh, the quick serve chains, are, are still doing pretty well. Um, and one of the reasons is our consumer uh, insights work that we do is show customers trading down. They're trading down from more expensive restaurants to less expensive restaurants. And that's one of the things you typically see in a recession with high inflation. So, John, let me ask you this. In visiting and talking to so many restaurants with inflation, product supply, and those prices going up, talk about what they've had to do to survive and obviously probably raising prices on their menus, and that's probably had a tough effect for their business. It's a two-edged sword, right? If you don't take some price increases, then you can't cover all these, you know, inflation you have coming yeah. in the back of your door. If you take too much, then you, then you kind of can send away some of your customers who are very sensitive. Look at what we're facing. You know, the CPI came out this week, so that's a, a, what they call the Consumer Price Index, which is a general look at prices. And, and it showed that, uh, you know, versus a year ago, we're up 7.7% inflation. But, you know, the government's funny about the way they do things. They exclude things that, you know, could hit our pocketbooks, like food and, and, and energy, are excluded from that inflation rate. So you got to really understand, you know, what is behind that, because gasoline versus a year ago is up 17.5%. Food is up 12.5%. And so uh, that's, the, I mean, we know that. Like you and I and everybody listening to this show knows we go to the grocery store, we go out to eat, we go fill up our tank. Inflation is still flying high, and that has a, just a tremendous impact on everything that flows through the restaurants. Um, there's very few things that are down year over year. Just to give you one example. If you buy eggs right now, they're up 32% versus a year ago. So you go to a little breakfast restaurant, how do they eat that, that kind of price? They can't. They have to pass some of that on. John Barker is with us. He is the president CEO of the Ohio Restaurant Association. You know what, John, when we were back talking COVID and problems getting people to come into the restaurants, Create creativity came into mind of opening up pickup and drive-throughs and and door to dash and and opening up patios and that stuff really seemed to come in and that creativity by the restaurants paid off for them. But when we're talking costs of food, costs of getting that food delivered to your restaurant, that's a different animal altogether. So through the association and from restaurant owners. What are they trying to do to counteract those prices? You know, what we've noticed in working with our, our operators is that they're changing their menus around. They're taking things, you know, off the menu that they're just too expensive to, to pass along. Uh, they do things with promotions on items that maybe are only, you know, up a small amount, more normal, you know, increases year over year. So you see some menu adjustments going on, which I think is really smart. And our restaurant tours, you know, many of them, they're, they're, they're just good operators that how to do those type of things. But, that's still not enough, right? Most, if we ask, you know, are people, you know, making profit, you know, right now in their restaurants? And most people, if they're breaking even against all their costs, they consider themselves lucky right now. But no one, you know, no one gets into any business to break even. I mean, this is a world where everybody has bills to pay and, you know, you want to make some money. And so this is enough little, this is another tough stretch. You know, one of the things we are working with them on 
is um, there's a beautiful new program. Well, not new, but it's, it's been around for about a year called Employee Retention Tax Credit. And it's available to businesses that were, you know, hurt and harmed during the, the uh, pandemic. And uh, it's a pretty simple program. Um, you have to have somebody to help you, you know, make the application into uh, into the IRS, that type of thing, and, uh, and uh, into the government. And uh, a lot of our members are taking advantage of that and getting significant funds to help them get through this tough time, small businesses in particular. John, last time we also talked, we talked about the workforce in the restaurant food industry and how that was difficult is that getting better, or is that another sidebar story to this whole story where the trouble's going on with our restaurants? You, you know, it's interesting. It is one of the reasons that, that, that when I talk about guest counts being down, it's not always because consumers aren't going to restaurants. It's just that the restaurants aren't open as much as they used to be. And you probably see that, right? Some mm-hmm. of your restaurants you might want to go to on Sunday or Monday, they're not open anymore, or they're not open the same hours they used to be. And that's not because they don't want to be. They don't have the people we're still short about, most of our restaurants are still short about 15 to 20% of what they need to operate. And so that means they just have to have certain days that they're closed. Or you go into a restaurant and you see sections of it sitting dark because they just don't have the staff to either cook the food or serve the food and take care of people. So that's a that's a longer-term issue, you know, workforce issues for everybody. And, um, and we have a number of programs we're, we're trying to work on that, grant programs, to, you know, entice people to come in and get training and come into the culinary arts and work in the restaurant hospitality business because it can be a great career for people. So we're working on those kind of things. But, you know, this is no time uh, for those who are not up to a challenge. I can tell you that. John Barker is with us, president and CEO of the Ohio Restaurant Association. John grants relief dollars, not only Ohio, across the country. Are we seeing some of that for our restaurants? You know, the, the grant, the pure grants have, um, I would say they've stopped, but now what we're seeing is just small programs sometimes, you know, coming uh, through certain cities or counties, that type of thing, for small businesses, not necessarily just uh, restaurants. And uh, those have been around for a long time, you know, but I think very targeted now. Those are available to certain businesses. And so what we encourage our operators to do, you know, they can work with us on this, is to, you know, look at anything that's available and see if, you know, you can uh, can apply for it. And if it's a $5,000 grant, that could help you get through one more month uh, and kind of, you know, what we're hoping is we have a good Thanksgiving uh, holiday for restaurants because it can be a good, it can be a good, it can be a good holiday, particularly those restaurants that do those meal replacements. So you get all your food for your, you know, for your Thanksgiving uh, table from your restaurant. And uh, so that can be a good, good time for restaurants. And of course the holidays are very good typically for restaurants. And so we're hoping we have a strong end of the year because we know January, February can be pretty tough, right? Between weather and, and people just kind of hunkering down a little bit. So, you know, we're trying to get, do that hump and, and hopefully we get going in, in 2023 as, as weather gets better. John, in talking to you the last three years, you've had concern levels very high in regards to our restaurants and keeping the doors open and such. Here is where into the final six weeks of 2022, what is your concern level for our neighborhood restaurants and beyond? It's still high. Um, you know, these are, these. You know, think about the people running these restaurants. These are our neighbors. They live on the same streets that we do. We walk past them at the store, right? We see them at the, at the gas station and um, we want them to survive. And uh, so we're going to try to do everything we can. As consumers, as, you know, I think if we can continue to use our restaurants and support them, we need to get them through this. And interestingly, the value equation for restaurants continues, even though we're taking price up in the, uh, you know, the last 12 months, uh, using, you know, some data that we have from the government, grocery prices are up 15% year over year. 
and restaurant prices are up about eight and a half. And so restaurants have not taken as aggressive price. So the value equation has gotten better to eat out, <clears throat> but you have to you know, eat out to your economic ability, right? And so you may not go out and eat to that five-star you know, steak restaurant every week. But interestingly, uh, those are the restaurants that seem to be doing the best right now. Um, those numbers for fine dining are off the charts. And we were a little surprised when we saw that. Um, but people still go out and celebrate and uh, want to have those moments with their families and friends. All right, John. John Barker's been with us, President, CEO, the Ohio Restaurant Association. John, before I let you go, tell people about what the goals are when we talk about the Ohio Restaurant Association, what you guys do. Yeah, we really work with uh, restaurants across the entire state, and uh, our job is to really represent them and do things you know, like this, making sure the public is aware of what's going on trend-wise. I encourage folks to, to, to go and use restaurants. But we also do all the government affairs work, so we talk to all the elected officials across the state and uh, really in, in Washington, D.C., to represent this, this industry. And then we bring programs to help them. And so I mentioned that ERTC, you know, the tax credit one, and we have – what we do is we go out and find firms, right, that do that work at a very, very low cost, and uh, we kind of put the good housekeeping seal on that and then tell our members this is something you need to look at, and hopefully they can help you.